You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the It's Always Draft Season podcast, part of the Packernet Podcast Network. Jake Shavink here with Mason Thompson. It's emergency pod season. Mason, how are we doing? This is wild. We get to the news, but how are you on this on this lovely Friday? Uh, I'm pretty good. It's been a generally good day, and you know, figuring that we were getting enough in the sports world today with Adam Thielen being cut, Ben Jones being cut, all these guys getting cut, and then you know. Just got a random Ian Rappaport tweet to kickstart the night. Yeah, so the night has been kickstarted. There's no doubt. Uh, the Carolina Panthers have traded up for the number one pick in the 2023 NFL draft, trading with the Bears, of course. We knew this was probably becoming at some point, but just randomly at about, I don't know, what, about 4.30, about an hour yeah. ago, 4.30 Central Time, Schefter and, and Rappaport both tweet this. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like Panthers trade. This is big news. And then we get the compensation. And it's really not about the picks necessarily, but here we go. So right. the 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 Panthers are sending pick nine, pick 61, both of which are in this year's draft. They are then sending a first rounder in 2024, a second rounder in 2025, and then the real kicker. Wide receiver DJ Moore is on his way to Chicago as well. So, um, yeah, big deal. Mason, what was like the first, what was your like initial reaction or initial like thought or initial take from the trade? Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to say what, what I said when I saw the original tweet. Um, but the original reaction was, oh boy, like Chicago is finally like moving down. Carolina is getting like Anthony Richardson, which we'll talk about that later, but, um, I feel like it's, you know, good for both sides. I feel like it's obviously a little bit better for Chicago just because now Carolina has kind of a large hole at one position outside a quarterback now. But for Chicago, you obviously, like, get all the draft capital you want. You get two ones, two twos, and you get a wide receiver one to pair uh, to move down eight spots. Uh, you get DJ Moore to pair with Claypool, Mooney, Komet, and whoever – you decide wants to be your running back, whether that be Khalil Herbert as your one or whoever you take in free agency or in the draft. So Chicago has still a lot of money to play with in free agency and everything to pair with this, but now you have pick nine and you have still have two twos and punch more draft capital. Like I have like a list here and everything of these picks and you just keep scrolling and scrolling for Chicago's picks. So this rebuild is starting to get kickstarted a little bit. Yeah, my my first my initial reaction was DJ Moore all caps yeah. exclamation point question marks that that traversed yeah. for about a mile and a half I would say, and I'm like oh okay so this is huge for Chicago in that DJ Moore now almost rectifies or maybe just retcons what you did uh, at the trade deadline uh, yeah. last last year uh, trading uh, the 32nd pick for for Chase Claypool. Well, we'll get yeah. we'll get a little bit in in more of that, but like it was just like okay, 
This was big for them. They get DJ Moore. Now they have the true wide receiver one. Chase Claypool was not going to be that. Even if he hit the ceiling that that maybe some people think he can still reach, you have, like we said, now Moore is your one. Claypool, Mooney, also in the building. And there's, you know, others, whatever. Um, Vilas Jones, great kick returner, by the way. Uh, yeah. But they've got now, I, what, what is, what is their, um, their second from Baltimore? It's like 50 something, right? What yeah. It's like 53 or something like 53. that. Three. Yeah. 53. And then you have now 61. So two nice picks there at the end of round two that you can kind of, again, you can maneuver too. Chicago may not be done maneuvering around the board necessarily, right? They're moving down to nine there, but they've got options. They can still help fields on the, on the offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, whatever we're thinking, but let's, let's now move off initial reactions. Let's get into every angle of this that we possibly can here for you guys in this episode. Let's start with the Panthers. Easy enough. We'll start at number one. Who is the guy? Who are the Panthers moving up with that they said we can't sit at nine? We are not getting the fourth quarterback. We need to move in front of Indy. We need to move in front of Houston. Mason, who's the guy at one, in your opinion? Ugh. Ugh. But I, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Like Usually like you wait until the pro days to be done, and then you do it. So whoever it is, they must have had some dynamic interview with at Indy. They love the drills. Um, so I think it's down to like two. And it, I think it's the two that we've talked about for both Indy and Carolina, just because, you know, they're so similar. Um, I don't necessarily think it'll just, you have to see what they do in free agency too, just because if you get like a Brissette, then you know who it is. Yeah. But if you don't do a Brissette or whoever else it may be, like a, is Terod Taylor available or something? Like in that range, like. So. If you don't get any of like those kind of bridge guys, then you know who it is. It's going to be CJ Stroud. But if you get a bridge guy, then you know it's going to be Anthony Richardson. So I feel like there's still stuff that, that needs to be played out. But if I had to guess right now, it would probably be Stroud, I think, with a question mark at the end of that. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I think it's Stroud or Richardson. I, I just can't imagine, because you said, like the timing of this, it's like right after the combine, right? Everything's kind of settled. Obviously, they're not going to go off just of what they saw in the throwing drills. Oh, but yeah. if but if they did, <laughs> the two guys we mentioned <laughs> yeah, would be the guys. Will Levis kind of, I don't know what, how, what the approach was for him at the combine. We kind of talked about that a little bit, but like moving up to one. From nine, giving up all this, giving up your wide receiver one. Yeah. To go get a 5'10, 190, probably what he plays at quarterback. Yeah. That's a giant risk. Now, if if with with, with all of us aside and nothing on the line, our jobs aren't on the line. Oh, yeah. No. If we say that Bryce Young is QB1, which we both have him at QB1. Yes. The Panthers have everything on the line here. They have moved two ones, two twos, and effectively a third one in DJ Moore, basically, yeah, to do this, to bet on the most historical of historical outliers at the quarterback position at yeah. one. That is a massive gamble, a massive gamble that, of course, David Tepper would have also had to sign off on, yeah, because obviously we he was in all the meetings as well, and you mentioned, you know, whoever the dynamic meeting was is probably the guy. It feels like. In if 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 Bryce Young in like two and a half years 
is taking hit after hit. And maybe in game eight of his third season, just takes a big hit. You know, it's a collarbone injury. It's it's whatever it could be. That's that's not really like, you know, you're just banged up or whatever. If the body starts to break down, the group that made this decision is screwed. Yeah. They are screwed because it's not a second contract quarterback anymore. That's why, it, to me, and I think you'd probably agree, Mason, like it just doesn't feel like they're going to go with a guy who might not make it through a first contract. It's a giant risk. He might. Bryce Young might make it through the first contract and the second and be great, but it's just a huge risk. Stroud, you feel like you know what he is. If you believe yeah. in the Georgia game a lot, which I think you should, his first touchdown, by the way, as a Buckeye was a rushing touchdown, if anybody knows, from like 40 yards. So like he can run. We know this. So like it's either that or like, okay, 6-4-2-44, we watch this guy run. <laughs> We're going to play 11-on-11, 11 11. right? I don't think it's Young or Levis. I don't. I think it's one of those two, like you said. I just don't – for those trying to grasp, we're like clearly like the young is above everybody, which I get, but it's just a huge risk. Like Stroud feels like the safest, like I'm not going to get fired for this decision quarterback. Maybe I think Levis is that. Yeah. But I think everyone else carries a lot more risk, whereas C.J. Stroud is just like, oh, his game is boring. <laughs> yeah. That's why we don't talk about him as much, right? So I feel like it's one of those two, but yeah, is there any case that you can make for the other two? I mean, you you can you can always make the just conversation for Bryce Young just because it's Bryce Young, but we've already went over it. Like, I necessarily don't think it's like as bad for like the whole entire um, just like the hits necessarily because he's already taken it. He played in the SEC, obviously it's like different level, but he's already played in the SEC, so he's already been dealt with it, but. I just feel like for whatever Frank Reich's never had to do like Bryce Young. Well, like nobody has, but he's always got like these rocket armed, you know, hot, you know, height wise quarterbacks that typically stand inside the pocket because you had your Phillip Rivers and everything. You had Carson Wentz. So I I tend to lean more CJ Stroud right now more than Anthony Richardson, which I know there's going to be. Plenty of people that I know of that are going to be upset with that just because of the money they placed on Anthony Richardson at number one overall. But right now, I feel like I'm probably going to lean more Stroud, and I don't even know at this point. Yeah, I it feels like Stroud in a Panthers uniform with right coaching and with all yeah. the names they've brought in just feels oh, yeah. very, I don't know, something about it feels just right on the nose. Um, and, and like everyone said, Anthony Richardson is very divisive, right? Like, yeah, he's inexperienced. Are you trading up that much for 13 starts? That's a gamble as well, right? Like, but like you said, Mason, there's a lot to be determined in free agency. Um, so Carolina's got to feel obviously insane conviction, and it just feels like if you're going to feel conviction, you're going to feel conviction about Stroud or Young, but you know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah. So Panthers at one, there's kind of thoughts there. The Panthers have some work to do now. I think yes. the defense is fine. Um, the back end, maybe you could make some arguments. This has some holes. Uh, I think the front looks pretty good. Obviously, you they can use a linebacker. Yeah. I know uh, their GM talked a lot about it, just getting more speed on the, on the second level. So, like, linebacker, I think, is really high on their board with Corey Littleton as a free agent. Um, obviously, trading DJ Moore becomes 
you make a massive hole, but they have almost 23 million in cap space right now, which is, you know, fair. You can get a linebacker, you can get one or two receivers to kind of even this out. But I don't really like if I, I don't even know who I could say. Are they just going to go all in on Jacoby Myers or something now at this point? Hmm. Like, I have no idea. You mentioned they got a lot of space, and you mentioned they wanted some speed at linebacker. There's a certain free agent. Yeah. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds might be within the range of yeah. what they potentially would want for that defense. Uh, obviously, Evero's going to have a lot of conversations about that. I think he's going to come up, definitely, uh, in and probably already has with the free agent approach. I just feel like this is not a team where I'm like, oh, yes, kick the tires on Levante David or kick the tires on – maybe no. the tires on Eric Hendricks. feel like that's still a no. Maybe Deion Jones at 28 years old. But, like, if they're going to make the one move, I feel like that making the one move for, for Tremaine Edmonds makes sense over, like, anything else they need. You mentioned Myers. I think Myers would be a really nice fit with Stroud. As like, okay, get open, reliable possession receiver, and then you kind of find your explosive guy, your mo- little more size, wherever you want to go in the, yeah. the draft. You have Shai Smith, who's like, you know, a, a fine rotational player with some juice. Terrence Marshall, I know how you feel about Terrence Marshall, Mason. <laughs> I know a lot of people are saying it's Terrence Marshall's season. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, I don't no. believe that at all. Um, no. No. Yeah. I can see them kind of going for like a like a Thielen or a Woods that just got released. I think I feel like you almost kind of have to at this point because look at the room. You need at least some older dude because Higgins is now a free agent. Andre Roberts is a free agent. You have like Oh, they have Chenault. Yeah, they still have Chenault. Like Preston Williams was once a really good receiver for whatever reason. I feel they definitely need to they have to have something planned, I would think. Like, get a Juju, get, like, Odell. I know Matt Collins had a decent year. I feel like that could obviously be decent. Zach Pascal's a Panther. That's what I've come to realize. Oh, that could be, yeah. Zach Pascal, you are a Panther. Let me just make sure. Okay, yeah, so really quick because we're talking about this one. Uh, teams represented at Odell Beckham Jr.'s private workout in Arizona today. Oh, boy. First team listed. Carolina oh, Panthers. No. Oh boy. So Panthers there. Panthers have money. Panthers say, all right, let's figure out how to get this rookie in our best situation possible. I think signing Odell Beckham is probably a good way to give yeah. him the best situation possible. Like we mentioned, we we mentioned the room, right? And what it is, Mason. You mentioned, you know, they have Preston Williams. We, we mentioned Marshall. We mentioned Shy Smith. We mentioned Chenault. Yikes. <laughs> um and like as much as I still believe in like Tommy Tremble, right? Like it's it's still a position where it it takes a lot of time. Oh boy, they they need to figure that out for sure. But I think Odell, you mentioned Myers. Looking down the list, like you, you mentioned Woods and Thielen both. Oh boy, um, I mean Alan Lazard, maybe. Ugh, man. This is um. Off. This is just. This is dreadful to look at. Uh, uh, Kleiman just tweeted, by the way. Hmm? Update. The Panthers are open to trading down from the first overall pick they just acquired from the Bears. If they have more than one quarterback prospect they really like, they could tr- trade down to recoup some draft picks. 
Why would you have done it then? I feel like that's just there's absolute. I feel like that's just nonsense at that point. Yeah, I uh, that's weird. That's very strange. They move up to one and be like, "Hey, Houston, you want you want one, two, and 12. Very weird. I. That's just smokes. We're we're gonna put the smoke aside <laughs> yeah. for a second there. Um, the free agent pool, but there there are some free agents at tight end. Yeah, I like tight end a lot. Would make some sense. I mean, if you're not if you're not going the route of Tremaine Edmonds, yeah. How is this not the Dalton Schultz? Dalton Schultz, yeah. This has to be. I don't care. You paid Ian Thomas seven million a year for two more years. He's not that good. Don't bother. I think this is the destination. Yeah, just don't bother kicking tires at receiver. You gotta unless you get Odell, you can you can get like a Pascal, you can get a Hardman, you can get a Paris Can. Like there's some budget guys you can maybe go after if you're not gonna go after Beckham or Myers. But Dalton Schultz for Stroud, who loved throwing to tight ends. They got yeah. him throwing to tight ends a lot. Uh he loved, you know. Just get him get him that reliable middle field player. Dalton Schultz. 10 11 million yeah i'm all in there yeah i think that's where you would go but if we look at the draft from the panthers angle now and they're at one they pick their qb whoever it is let's say it's stroud because i think that's where both of us are probably leaning at this point i think richardson's obviously still in play but let's let's say stroud i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up later yeah i'm gonna do that actually let's let's do that while we're doing it might as well. Um, oh, PFF Legends already updated. Did they already update it? Yeah, I was just about to pop on there. I, I I actually checked it about ten minutes after to see, and I made the trade just to see, and I did a little mock. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what I put together here. So I took Stroud at one. I took Luke Musgrave at thirty nine, and then I took At Perry at ninety three. It's not bad. Get some size in there, but like you said, Mason, they could be all in at the maybe the top linebacker potentially at 39. Yeah. There's a chance that they don't come off the board. Obviously, Pittsburgh at 32 is still somebody you're monitoring. Houston at 33 is probably another team you're monitoring, but could get a top linebacker. Um let's I'm gonna I'm gonna start this just to see what we can do here. My second round is not you're it's yeah. already going. <laughs> Yeah, Downs is there, but like that's the only receiver. Yeah, I don't like, love really that sticking idea. out. That's why I went the tight end route when I did. I mean, Tank Dell's like, there, yeah. but I don't know about that. That's why I looked at linebacker. I'm going to take Campbell. Yeah, Campbell's I'm taking Campbell at 39 just to see how we're looking. I did four rounds. Oh, which gives me 114 and 132. Nice. Okay. So they've got some things that they can work with here. I don't want Tank Dell. Go away. Nobody wants Tank Dell right now. Go away. <laughs> um, I'm going to look at tight end. What do we got? Oh, geez. Okay. Well, this I'm, I'm, I've been put in a bind here. Do they need corner? They need corner. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take Riley Moss. I think. Do they have corn? Wait. Yeah, they have some corner issues. Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn, C.J. Henderson. Clark I mean, it's not horrible. In for 2024. I'm taking Riley Moss. 
I don't trust that. Or Jalen Jones. How do we feel about Jalen Jones? Texas A&M. Anything yet? Not anything no, yet. Not anything yet. <laughs> I know he's got some fans. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Riley Moss. I think he, he's he's got size. He's got size. We'll go there. How's it looking for you? I'm finishing it up right now. Okay. Got one forty six left. I'll see what's on the board. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta take this guy. We're not messing around. We don't mess yeah. around here. Okay. So, let, um, I think we both went Stroud and Campbell. I think so, yes. Which makes sense. Yeah. Although I would think that – I think Tremaine's got to be there, like the top guy. Just uh, based off, how, off how they uh, – Could be. Yeah. It could be. But we go that route. We went – we took uh, a player who I think – would be perfect for them and in, in Campbell. Um, yeah, I'm going. Um, I'm going to do this. Okay, I'm going to finish my. I did four rounds. I don't know how many you did, but okay. yeah, I did. I just did the whole entire thing because they had a, just oh, one. Did. Okay, just one more pick. Oh, um, they have just one more after four rounds. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> okay. They have one forty six. So I did Stroud at one, Campbell at thirty nine. Okay, I took Michael Wilson at ninety three. Roshan at 114. Um, Koontz was still there at 132, so I said, why not? Yeah. Although I don't think he will be. And then Kobe Turner, the D lineman from Wake Forest at 146. Okay. So pretty similar. I went Stroud and Campbell, like you said. We both did that. I took Riley Moss at 93. I, I think to me, like this, this, this mock was in mind of like, ah, yes, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Tend to paper a little bit. Moss, I took Hutchinson at 114. Had to. Had to take Hutchinson. Yeah. Reliables all get out. Um, I took Diaby at 132. I don't know if they're gonna well, he's kind of multiple a little bit, but he's he's like 263. Yeah. So he's probably gonna stick on the edge, but I, I still like that idea. I probably would have gone with somebody like I don't know, Jaden Reed, if he was still there at yeah. six, something like that. I still think you have to throw a lot more resources at uh, the wide receiver position just because, again, there's no guarantee about Myers. There's no guarantee about Beckham. Yeah. So, so I, I do feel like it's got to be like, I feel like Pascal's already a Panther at this point. That's probably true. Yeah. I think that's a good point. But then it's still like, well, Still probably need two, I think. Yeah. Um, which is fine. But like, yeah, that it's it's gonna be really interesting with those top free agents if they're gonna make a move for one of them and kind of work off of that from the draft. So there'll be still angles to look at from the Panther sense for that. Is there anybody like that at receiver in the draft where you're like or even or tight end, maybe both, if we include both really quick here to round up like Panther stuff that you would want to add if you or be desperate to add. If you're the Carolina Panthers, you're saying like just overall or like, yeah, just overall, like, you, you know, you, you say you're going into the draft, you need receiver and tight ends. Like who, who are like must grabs for you? If you can for Carolina in the draft. Yeah. I mean, I think you just need to get somebody that's purely just reliable um, at like tight end, obviously because Stroud used it so much. Um, could see like the Iowa tight end being one of those guys as well. Just right there. Uh, I know it's later in the draft, but a guy like Ian Durham 
reminds me of that as well. Although you'd have to like, probably get another guy, but any of the, like those two or you know, if Michael Wilson can stay healthy, I mean, I'd love it. Or uh, Hutchinson, but they got to get something because you can't have Stroud and no weapons because he, you saw what he did with weapons. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I I think if if you're if you're Carolina. I would because isn't Foreman a free agent as well? Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take running back, you took Roshan, which is just that's so good. Freaking love that. Uh, that's I, I think he's gonna be a top five back for me, Mason. I'm pretty sure. I, I just yeah. I freaking that's so good. Um, yeah, I, I think running back's obviously important. You got to figure that out. First and foremost, we gotta we gotta figure this out at receiver. I, I'm not gonna be person who's gonna be like, ah, yes, Keishon Booty, upside, awesome. You yeah. can't you can't risk that right no. now. No, nope. you can't risk receivers failing you. You have to, like you said, go reliable. Michael Wilson's a great name. Xavier Hodginson to me is is a name that like with the career drop rate he had and the, how much the target zone expands for him and how much he can go up and win the ball and still get open as a receiver a pretty solid straight line speed would love to have him cedric tillman would yeah. be nice I, I just i think you're going to be in a position where you're kind of in a bind is 39 too early for tillman probably yeah. uh is 93 too late for tillman yes i yes. think so so you're kind of in a pickle there but like tillman tillman gets guys to open the gate like really well he'll get you to open the gate he presses vertical really well and he's a big time ball winner like this is this is about the diet as diet diet you can possibly diet. Yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. What he had in in because he's just he's he's quick enough get open you know win the ball in the air and be a reliable chain mover and you you build off of that. I think At Perry would be another really nice yeah. one, really fluid, quick guy. Probably not going to win down the field as much. I don't think he's got like I mean the four four seven was good. I didn't see the four four seven as much. I think he's he's doing well when he stacks you. He stacks you, and he can maintain enough speed like that. We mentioned Hutchinson. Somebody, if you want to go small, like I said, I think Jane Reed would be really nice. Yeah, somebody who's really reliable in some contested spots. I get the idea with Downs is kind of the same way, but premium pick for that small of a player, I'm not too on board with necessarily. So I like that. But if, yeah, if you're 39 and you're like, ah, receiver doesn't look good, which we both think I think is, is yeah. not going to be the case. Man. Luke Musgrave still available there. You mentioned Laporta. I think Laporta would be awesome. No doubt about it. Another guy like Tillman where it's like, ah, if you like him, you better take him. Uh, especially if like guys like Kincaid and Musgrave are going in the first, you could go the Darnell Washington route. <laughs> I'd probably still want like a there. better on-field game speed athlete, game quick athlete. Where just Washington looks a little clunky to me sometimes. I think you just gotta just yeah. hone in, containing a giant frame to move around, and, yeah, and just you know carry the weight well, transition well. Like just you got to get things under control. You're a big dude. I get it. It's not easy. You're still young, but yeah, Laporta makes sense. Uh, Davis Allen, if you're gonna wait. Would be another one like blocks in line, good receiver. I like Tucker Craft. Yeah. We're almost doing a tight ends episode and a receivers episode in here, but like we'll get to those. But 
I mean, you it, to take advantage of the tight end class, yes, especially if you don't go get Schultz. Yeah. Get a receiving guy. Get help for who we think CJ Stroud is the top pick. Um, anything else from the Panthers angle uh, that interests you before we kind of maybe take a break and kind of look at the Bears side of things? No, not really. Okay. I think we can kind of move on just to Chicago. We've kind of already mentioned how Carolina's just – you need a receiver and you need a linebacker and you need to get the weapons, get a running back, all that. Then yeah. you're kind of golden. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll take a break here for you guys and then we'll kind of take things from the Bears angle. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. I'm not trading. Okay, so back here uh, with you guys from the Bears angle here now. So quick, Mason and I have been running four-round mock drafts. Very fun. We'll get to those. Uh, Before we do that, obviously, let's talk about pick nine and and kind of what we could see at that selection. Now, mock drafts, um, including, you know, they've talked to executives at The Athletic about the the potential fall of Jalen Carter. Yeah. Um, Mesa, does is this possible? Do we think the Bears could get Jalen Carter at nine? I or are we sitting there thinking, yeah, it's probably smoke and Anderson or Carter will be, be long gone? Wait I think it's there. certainly possible, but I don't think it'll probably happen. I don't think it'll happen because like, I feel like Seattle or like a team like Atlanta or if the Raiders just do something wild and just – don't take quarterback, don't pick up Jimmy G, and they're just there to just punt on this year, then they just might take him. I have no idea. Las Vegas needs a lot. But I feel like it's definitely going to be like a – we're going to talk about it. I, I definitely feel like it's going to be a tackle. I feel like we both kind of think that. I know you might come up with some wild draft scenarios, but um, oh yeah. yeah, I just really think it's a tackle because that's kind of what we've talked about already if they were to trade down with Carolina. So – of course, we didn't think it with, you know, just straight down, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I think what's very interesting is they have, um, what is it? They have 50, I keep saying 54, is 54 correct? No, 53, 61, and 64, or 63, is it technically 63? It probably is technically 63. No, it is technically 64. Okay. Wow, uh, this this freaking Dolphins forfeit pick is going to be the end. Of yeah, it. I hate it. I hate it, it so Everything. Much. Okay, so yeah, 50, 
63, 61, and 64. I forgot about 64, which that's that's a huge deal for the Bears as well. They've got a lot yeah. of capital now in the top 65. That's huge for them. But yeah, pick nine, I feel like you're not getting Anderson or Carter. It could get really interesting if four quarterbacks go before you because that kind of maybe opens the door for Miles Murphy to be available. Yeah. If that's a player you like there. Lucas Van Ness, a player maybe you like as well to rush the passer. But I think, and we mentioned this right before we started recording this. You have Justin Fields. You have athletic talent, right? You have a guy who's maybe a little bit overly patient in the pocket, right? He, he's got to speed things up a little bit. Would you rather swing, right? And when we, we're, we're going to do the tackle episode, but I just feel like there are a couple things at the top with the top guys, like Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, where I'm like, oh, there's things that they have to iron out. And it might take them some time yeah. when you can instead then opt for a player, you know, is good. Just where is he good in yeah. Peter Skaronsky? Does that feel Mason? If you, if you had to like between, I don't know if you think Broderick Jones is, is in the top three or Paris Johnson isn't or how you have the tackle stacked. We're going to talk about that next week. Yeah. Uh, of those three or four or five, whatever, how many tackles, do you feel like you want to go the safe route for the bears or, or would you rather just swing and kind of like, ah, oh, we're building for 2024. I feel like I would just kind of play the safe route right now. I don't feel like Chicago's necessarily in a position where they can win right now because I mean, they have a lot of cap so they could, that could obviously change uh, just depending on who they get. Obviously we've talked about it. It's not really that great of a free agency class at certain spots. Um, but as of right now, I feel like they could potentially, Maybe slip into like a seven seed, probably not. But I just honestly feel like if they don't need to swing for the fences just yet because they know it could. Uh, it's supposed to be a long rebuild next year. Swing for the fences at this point. Get we talked about it before. Yeah, you want to talk? You want to mention? Yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Just if you want to swing for the fences, just use both your walls and trade up for Marvin Harrison. That's all you need to do. Oh man. So the Packers fans are livid right now. Listening, yes, yeah. they are livid yeah. talking about that specific thing. But it's a great point. Like, why would you just not be safe getting Skaronsky? Like, there's okay. still something potentially there in Braxton Jones. By the way, who we really didn't mention a whole yeah. lot is when we talk about the Bears adding a tackle. We mentioned it, I think, when we did the the fixing episode. But like, Braxton Jones might still be something for you potentially. Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, well, do you want to let him figure it out, you know, potentially, or do you want to, you know, continue to swing there? I, I get continuing to swing. I, I, I took a tackle in the four round mock I did, but like Skaronsky, he could either be a really good tackle or he could be a really good guard. Mason, you mentioned this. It could just be a Slater situation yeah. all over again. Same, same school, same issue, really good player. Maybe he's just really good. And we're just, we're overthinking the crap out of it. Like, I just think, like like you said, being safe is smart. Swinging for Van Ness, who, you know, there's there's a lot. It's a good, might be a lot of time to figure things out as, as a pass rusher, and he's kind of just winning off explosion and power, like literally just that, like working them <laughs> into a combo combo meal. Like maybe just Skaronsky's your guy. Like you said, maybe is JSN in it would, would it, would, would Jackson be the jig be in the conversation for you at all at pick nine? I feel like it probably is going to be for them, but like, just because I mentioned it before, like Claypool's an impending free agent for next year. Mooney's an impending free agent after next year. Obviously 
if you traded a practically first round pick for Claypool, you would think they would, you know, try to extend him or most likely they do so. Obviously, we've seen worse things play out. So either way is definitely possible. But I feel like at this point you have to get any sort of weapons, any help for your quarterback. Obviously, you need to fix the defense, but get your weapons, which they kind of have. They have a nice trio plus Cole Komet. Get a running back potentially in there to pair with Cole Herbert. But I I just think it's a tackle. Obviously, I know you probably have different just because of that. Um, I I will say in the mock, I did not take a tackle. Um, but uh, to, to that point, I, I think, like you said, Jackson Smith and Jigba is very much going to be in the conversation. Um, if he does uh, become a bear, I'm going to be a sad boy. Yeah. I am. I'm going to be a sad boy because I want him at 15 for the Packers. I'll, I admit that. Um, so I'm going to be really sad uh, if he's a bear. Oh, man, it's, it's like Jefferson going to the Vikings. Um, yeah. It's just basically that type of thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, they they have options for free agency. They could look at Andrew Wiley. They could look at Orlando Brown, right? Two guys that Kansas City may or may not bring back. They didn't tag either of them. So they could look at that route as well. They could just go for Wiley, feel comfortable with Braxton Jones, and then they're building the interior, which I think is, again, if you're taking Skaronsky, maybe you're playing him at guard to start, and you feel like, okay, we got we got tackles. We're fine. But it's like, oh, in a pinch, we need to play tackle. Or Braxton Jones is actually not good, and he'll play tackle. I, yeah. I think that's still where you'd probably lean. Now, the real wild card, for me anyway, I didn't do this in the mock, so I'm not spoiling what I did in the mock. How interested are you in like Devin Witherspoon if he's available at nine? I mean, I guess I would be a little bit, just because, I mean, a lot of it. Because you got Jalen Johnson. Uh, Gordon's kind of your nickel right now. You kind of just use gets your secondary just young and just really, really, really good. Uh, just make a strength even more of a strength. But I again, I just feel like there's bigger needs for Chicago than improving something that's already, you know, potentially your best unit on the team, right? I mean, Johnson is a free agent after this year, yeah. So that's kind of maybe under the a little bit of the same argument as Jackson Smith and Jigba, like, ah, oh, that's, yeah. that's better. No doubt. Like JSN is obviously better than Claypool and Mooney. Uh, maybe he's better than DJ Moore, potentially. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, same thing with, with, with Witherspoon. Like he's probably better than Jalen Johnson is. Uh, they have Ohe Mudia in there for a year. They have Gordon. They probably believe in those guys. They're, they're polls guys. So, but it's, it's again, we're moving into a, into a world of, of nickel. If you feel like, ah, we're going to bring back Jalen Johnson and we like Kyler Gordon, but we want Devin Witherspoon to make sure zero, zero peeps uh, get open over the middle of the field or yeah. in the slot. Like there, there's your, there's your slot lockup guy. Okay. I think we've kind of talked through a lot of the scenarios at nine. Let's dive into the mock drafts. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard because of what I did. Uh, You're going first at this point, bud. Okay. Um, so at nine. Uh, PFF gave me a grade of F. Now, why would that be? Why would that be, Brian Windhorst meme? Well, I took Bijan Robinson at nine. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I was like, you know what? What the heck? You know what? We feel like we there. Better things, better things later. Yeah, I took Bijan at nine. 
uh, Bijan Robinson, Khalil Herbert is now potentially one of the best running back duos in the league, I think, and <laughs> probably one of my favorites, which makes me a sad boy. Uh, but I thought, you know what? Let's let's just roll with that. He's he's the best player on the board there. He wanted to have fun. I did want to have fun. Uh, Carter went sixth. Uh, Wilson went uh, eighth. Close. Um, I could have taken Witherspoon. I could have taken any of the tackles. But I said, I'll just take Bijan Robinson and we'll roll with uh, one of the most dangerous read option duos um, planet Earth has ever seen. Uh Maybe since, you know, the, the two Velociraptors ran it back, you know, 60 million years ago. Um, so pick 53, uh, I took Matthew Bergeron, tackle from Syracuse. I feel like that's a pretty rock solid option. I think there, there's there's still stuff he needs to work on for sure. But again, I think everybody not named Skaronsky has things to quote unquote work yeah. on. Uh, Peter Skaronsky can't work on getting longer. <laughs> so I Bergeron there. Uh, Pick 61. I took Joe Tipman, uh, the center from Wisconsin. I they gotta get better at center, period. So I was like, I, I saw Bergeron available. I was like, I don't like Jalen Duncan a whole lot on the board at 54. All the centers were still there, including Schmitz, but I'm like, ah, Tipman or Schmitz, I feel okay. Get the tackle, go center. 64, I took Keanu Benton. There's your uh three tech. Maybe he shades in a little bit as well because he's played nose, but like there's your kind of three tech get after the quarterback that I believe Matt Eberflew would want. Then I doubled down and I said, oh, not one three tech to rush the passer, but two three techs didn't get a combine invite. That was a mistake when Carl Brooks at 103. So two guys who violent, explosive, quick and get after the quarterback. Uh, and then then I went uh, the corner route DB. Let's see if we can add to the room. Not sure about Jalen Johnson. I took Jacorian Bennett. At 133. So uh Packers fans, you can yell at me all you'd like. Facebook, Twitter, whatever. I get it. <laughs> Bijan and Justin Fields is a bad idea for so, I did two. Uh I like the second one. I did more. Uh they had a few of the same picks. Uh I went, you know, the normal route, so to speak, or like Jake, and I took Skaronsky at nine. Uh, just obviously slide in, you know, wherever need be. Um, like you, I took the Big Ten center, except I took the one from Ohio State, Luke Whippler. Um, you'll you'll sense a trend with uh, my mock here is that it's all like interior front seven guys, which makes sense. They need it. Yeah. Um, so their third pick, which I believe is at 61, I took Zach Harrison, which KFF did not appreciate. No, they don't uh, like him. I don't know. But why. just going to do it anyways. Uh, 64 took a linebacker to pair with uh, the Wisconsin kid, Sanborn, whose name I almost forgot. Live in Wisconsin. I don't even know his name. That's kind of rough. Uh, I took Overshone from Texas. And then at 103, I was like scrolling. I'm like, who can I take? And I saw a name that kind of stuck out to me a lot. I took Andrew Voorhees. Wow. 103. Holy cow. Yeah. So just did it just because he was on the board. Nobody's going to start at guard or center or wherever, whatever you want. Um, so I took that at 103 just because why not? And then I took Diaby at 133. Nice. I like that one a lot more than the other one, but that other one had Benton and Whippler. So I I had like the kind of similar-ish kind of style. Yeah. yeah. Build the trenches. That's all, that's all you got to say. Uh, 
yeah, I, I had four of the six in the trenches. Yeah. I, I, the bears, they got to get better there. That's just, that's just how it goes. Um, what's up? We're good. Keep going. We're good. Yeah. Why are we, what's going on? Nothing. It's not like another big NFL. Movie. No, no, it's nothing uh, NFL related. Okay, okay, okay. I was about to say, are we recording during Indianapolis? Just <laughs> the Rogers trade. Oh, geez. okay. What we originally thought was going to be our, you know, next breaking. Yeah. You know... All the emergency pods and shows were going to be. Nope. Not about. Not about uh, number twelve. It's actually draft related, which was perfect for us. Um. Any last angle you want to take about this this Panthers Bears trade anything that's lasting there like oh maybe the Bears you know from nine would move up or like just anything else that that you could possibly think of when talking about this um I kind of feel as though I Carolina has two force I think correct yes yes so i feel like they could potentially move up back almost potentially it's the first round if they're really that desperate for like a linebacker or receiver if one's slipping like a zay flowers or something like that um to move up for a receiver or linebacker if they don't get one or the other in like a free agency or if a tight end slipping like we all mentioned like what their needs are at this point um for chicago i feel like they'll probably move up in the second round just to you know, keep building because they have two twos. They've got all the capital in the world now. Um, outside of those two teams, uh, Arizona. What, what do you want from Indianapolis to make sure they get their third, the third quarterback off the board? Because I'm Chris Bauer. I'm like, yeah, I need this. I just get it done. Give me the quarterback. Just get me out of here. Yeah. At this point, I think you're right. I think it gets very interesting after that. Like where do the Raiders move up with Arizona? The Raiders is, are such a weird team right now. Is Tennessee involved at all? Yeah. They've, they, it's been reported that like Tennessee's involved somehow in this type of thing. Like, are they the team? Is the AFC South going to get three new quarterbacks uh, in it? Because they're like, man, how do we stop this guy? How do we stop sunshine down there in Jacksonville? Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. But yeah, I agree. If, if you're Indian, you're like, ah, we need, if it's if it's Stroud Young, one two, just to, you gotta move up for Richardson. They're like, we gotta get we gotta get Richardson. We'll play eleven on eleven ball. We need to move up to three. We need to secure it for Arizona. Just don't let anybody else come get it. Whatever you need, we got you. You know, we'll yeah. send you. You know, you need Michael Pittman. All right, fine. You need more receivers, or sure, we'll send you guy. Before um, <laughs> Indy, like I don't, I don't. Uh, what, this whole like the, the, the receiver trades. Every yeah. year, is it going to happen every year now? Maybe I don't know. Like the 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 move of the number one receiver continues to be a thing. Yeah, that's the thing to leave you with. Obviously, we see Marquise Brown, who's you know, you can what whatever you want to call oh. him, but Marquise Brown and AJ Brown both get traded last year. Now we like have DJ Moore on the move, forty minutes of each other. Yeah, and and many thought maybe T Higgins was going to be the guy this offseason. Duke Tobin just kind of shut that down, but. We've got our big move now at receiver this offseason, DJ Moore. Where the the, the the Panthers now clearly believe they can maybe build DJ Moore in the aggregate, kind of like the Chiefs believe they could build rebuild Tyreek Hill in yeah. the aggregate. How much more does the tight end position gain value as we've seen it 
kind of shift back a little bit. We've, you know, the passing league, the two high shell, like how much are tight ends going to matter, right? Eagles and the Chiefs both loved using a lot of tight ends. Like the Eagles maybe less so with Hertz because they felt like they, you know, they had numbers in the run game, but the Chiefs got into a lot of 13 and 12 to figure out a win. Like maybe Carolina's like, yeah, we got to do that. Maybe the Bears, you know, are the different one. They'll they'll go the 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 Eagles route and say we'll spread it out. Like philosophies are diverging more and more about how how to figure out how to win on the offensive side of the ball. I think it's gonna be very interesting. We've got a lot of drafts still, obviously, um, and, and free agency and a lot of things to get sorted out uh, before the big day. But obviously, this was the first giant domino, and what a domino it was! Yeah. Don't worry, we'll probably see you like Monday when Aaron Rodgers gets traded. Yeah. Yep, we'll have to take a Packers and Jets NFL draft angle because that's that's what we do here. But did you uh, see what Rich Eisen said today? No, he literally said, "What's the holdup? Just get it done, get it over with." And Aaron I feel Rogers like lo- that's kind of everybody's reactions. Right it now. is. It definitely is. But like, also like Aaron Rodgers loves this. He's like, "Man, I'm dominating the oh, yeah. cycle right now." He didn't want to share the spotlight with the number one pick and traded today. No, he knew he knew he had inside sources. His inner circle knew the Panthers were moving to one. So he's like, well, I can't get traded today. I'm not making my lineup today. My guess You're is you're telling new. me Tom Brady gets traded and you want get retires and you want me to retire. No, <laughs> you're telling me the number one pick got traded today. Yeah, no, not me yeah. getting traded today either. No. But uh, but there you go. I want that day all about me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And he's going to do it right as the new league year. Free agents? Oh, I yeah. don't think so. Me. <laughs> uh, me. Me plus Odell uh, in New York. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, this is uh hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you guys feel like we got like kind of every angle of this. I feel like there's again, it's going to be interesting. The free agency is going to determine a lot of how Carolina and Chicago dress things. But uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed Mason. Um, Let them know where they can find you. Uh, let them maybe maybe give the preview. What's next? What's next on here? Barring a Rogers trade emergency pod, of course. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Thompson Twenty Two Mason. Uh, for our Monday recording, as of right now, we are planning on doing uh, tackle rankings. So Chicago fans or Green Bay fans, considering we made some interesting news today uh, with restructuring David Bakhtiari, what could that mean? Uh, what about Yosh? Where's Zach Tom playing? Could we potentially be one of these teams that takes a tackle? Or could we we be a team that benefits off of a tackle-needy team trading up like a Tampa Bay a few spots to get ahead of some of these teams? Uh, We'll kind of all cover that uh, in the next episode. Yeah, Uh, and you can obviously follow me at Jake NFL Draft. We got a lot going on. This is going to be the place to be. Uh, so keep the dial on. Keep that. Keep if you're on Spotify, make sure you have it followed and bookmarked because, from a Packers perspective and a draft perspective, we're going to have every angle uh, on this network for the great team. So we will catch you guys on Monday. Uh, take care.